All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Sunday show. We're glad to have you. Um, and we know we just heard from the Twin City Black History Association and all that they're planning on doing for the month of um, February for Black History Month. And any organization who's interested in, you know, um, getting their information out, please get in contact with myself or Lamoria. Um, we'll give you those numbers here at the end. Um, get in contact with us, and uh, we'll try to do our best I can to either get you on and or at least get a PSA out for your, for what you got going on for the month of February. All right. Um, I want to take this opportunity now to, I guess, open up discussion. And listen, um, I definitely want to hear from everybody. Uh, if, and please call um, if you have any questions or comments uh, uh, from at 903-794-1047. Um, as many of you are well, well aware of uh, this week, there was... Um, a video that was um, released by the city of Memphis uh, in the great state of Tennessee in regards to the death of Mr. Tyree Nichols. Uh, Mr. Tyree Nichols was a 29-year-old black male um, on his way home um, from whatever it was that he was doing. I think his uh, mother said he was out looking at the sunset, and that was some of those things that he enjoyed doing. Uh, the young man was a skateboard enthusiast. Um, he had a f he has a four-year-old uh, son. And so on his way home, um, supposedly, allegedly, uh, he was pulled over um, for... Um, um, reckless driving uh, and you know you no know, reckless driving has a broad definition so it could have been that he made a, a, a lane change without signaling or it could have been you know driving excessively it could have been any one of those things and again i say allegedly because yet they have not yet been able to prove what the reckless driving issue was but uh they pulled this young uh black man over um and uh, immediately went to his vehicle. And, and, and I don't know if you've seen the video. The video is very graphic. Um, the video is uh, very difficult to watch, especially for those of you who are parents and have young black males uh, and, uh, and even young black females uh, for offspring. Um, it is very difficult to watch because uh, what you saw was a continuation of police brutality in the black community. Um, the young man was, uh, they just went straight up to the vehicle. Um, of course, they didn't ask for license or registration. They was just went there, opened the door, and just pulled the young man out. Um, and so as they pulled the young man out of the car, they, uh, they commenced to... Um, beat and pound on this young man um they showed uh of course now um they only had uh, it was by five officers uh of, unfortunately of african-american descent as well who uh, committed these acts against this young man and uh, they pulled him out of his car and they commenced to beat him um, trying to give him commands to get on the ground when he was already on the ground and they were trying to give him commands to put his hands up and they were holding his hands up and um 
So, um, you know, you even see where one of the officers have their taser on his body, literally pressed against his body, um, you know, to, you know, to help subdue him. And of course, this young man was being compliant and you know he was saying hey what, what's going on you guys are you guys are doing too much and they continue to beat this young black man uh senselessly um you can see where they were hitting him with those nightsticks you can see where they they are punching him um um, they punched him in his face. They punched him all over his body. You can see why he was down on the ground. Okay, so let me make sure I let you guys hear this. While he was down on the ground, they were kicking him in his face. And I'm not talking about once. I'm talking about multiple times. And so, you know, it just goes back to the same situation where you have these people who are supposed to protect and serve now that's their motto protect and serve or serve the community or help or whatever it is that they're supposed to do and regardless of their color they still find it that when they come upon a black male that they want to brutalize black men for whatever reason by whomever now, for those of you who have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. There was no need to do what they did to this young man. You know, this young man, you know, they, they got upset because he, he got up and started running. Well, listen, if you were getting pounded, like getting pounded, and you saw an opportunity to get away from it, you'd get up and run too. Okay? And so... You know, their thing is, well, you know, police don't like to see you run away. Uh, you know what? You wouldn't run away if you didn't cause these problems. And so you have this young man who is constantly getting pounded, constantly getting pounded, kicked in the face, punched, hit with a nightstick. I mean, just being brutal. It it, it actually has a lot of... Um, um, a lot of similarities to the Rodney King incident that took place in Los Angeles many, many years ago. And so this particular police force within the police force, they were called the Scorpion Group. And this group was supposed to deal with um, real difficult criminals. Now, we again, um, they allegedly pulled this person. Now, this, they weren't supposed to. They're not patrolmen. Or patrol persons they they're supposed to deal with you know real serious criminals and so they allegedly pull him over for a reckless driving cause and this young man lost his life and you know we don't we sit back and we continually see this brutality against our young men in our community when I say in community, I'm talking about across the entire nation, um, because this is not the first incident. We know many, many incidents, both male and female, where the police have overstepped their bounds. And in this particular case, if anybody takes a look at this video, and I mean, it's out there. 
Um, they got the raw, uncut, edited version out there. They had the raw, uncut, edited version out there um, this week on the television. You can see, and you know, thank goodness for the TV, the poll cam that they had up there, because uh, um, three of the officers didn't have their web uh, cameras on on their on the uniforms like they're supposed to. Again, the web cameras were supposed to be put on there to help prevent, so you know you can always see what the interaction is between a person and the police. Always, and of course, they didn't have theirs on. So to me, that's somewhat suspect as it's, you know in itself. But you can see the brutality of this young man as he's going through with it. And, you know, he even through all of this, you know, through all the profanity that the uh, police officers was giving him through all the beating, this young man was still saying, hey, what are you what are you pulling me over for? What what have I done? You know, you have my hands. I'm on the ground. He's being compliant. And yet and still these gentlemen or miscreants was still pounding on this young man. Just just needlessly, you know, just senselessly, just consistently beating and pounding this young man. This 29-year-old father of four-year-old baby who enjoyed role, who enjoyed skating. No harm to the public. And listen, here's the, you know another one of the bad parts of that. He was just a few feet away from being at home. He wasn't far from home, and that's where he was on his way to when they stopped and they pulled him over. And, and let me let me add insult to injury. After they continued to beat him in the submission, which they finally did, okay, because it was five of them, and these were some big boys, and this kid was like maybe 140, 150 pounds, okay. These were some big boys. You know, they looked like they could be linebackers, you know, for the NFL. These weren't no little, little, little gentlemen. And they did this to this young man. And f- to add insult to injury, they slammed him up against a patrol car. And they didn't, they didn't try to render any aid to him. L- let, me, let me say that again. Young man was going home. They pulled him out of the car. They beat him to death. And then instead of protecting him, which they never did, and they beat him to a pulp, they didn't render any aid to him. They just let him sit up against the car. Now, let me also throw this in here. And I know this really sounds extremely tragic because it is. And this has a lot of similarities to a lot of uh, things that you hear about the interaction with police and black males. As you well aware uh, with the case there in, uh, in, in Minneapolis with uh, George Floyd and uh, Derek Chauvin, the cop that was sitting on his neck for nine minutes and 20 seconds. You know, um, George Floyd was in such distress, he hollered out for his mother. Now, this was a grown man, okay? He hollered out for his mother. Guess what? Mr. Nichols did the exact same thing. He was under that much distress, and he hollered out for his mother, too, which was only a few, maybe a few hundred feet from where he was. 
you know, uh, it's quite difficult um, to talk about, to actually watch. Now, you know, I watched the the video um, because I knew that at some point in time we were going to have this conversation. And uh, and have these conversations with other people in society, and you know it's always best to have all the details that you could possibly have when you have these conversations. So you know you you, you be factual about the things that you seen and you saw. And I I wouldn't want to and give you guys false information or make it sound like it was more than what it is. It was just as brutal as I'm 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 depicting it to be. It was extremely brutal for a 29 year old man to holler out for his mother. He was in big distress. And, you know, his mother could not watch the video because of how brutal it was. And then when she found out that he had hollered her name, she just broke down and she couldn't handle that because she's saying he was calling for me and I couldn't get to him. And I didn't even know that it was happening. The level of difficulty that black males have with their interaction with police has not changed. It hasn't changed in the last 20 years. Those of you who have sons and those of you who have daughters, because you got to, hey, listen, they will get women as much as they will get men. They they don't do it as much as they do to men, but they will do women too. You know, we have that conversation with our children about how to conduct themselves when there's an interaction with police. Do not escalate. Keep your hands where they can see them. Be compliant. Listen to the commands. Do exactly what they say. And listen, we have instant after instant after incident where these kids were doing exactly what we tell them to do and yet they still end up dead. And so we're left with the situation. What exactly can we do? How do we protect our kids from not having to be subjected to this form of brutality? And it doesn't matter who the perpetrators are. They could be Caucasian, Latino, African American, Native American. They could be whoever. But yet and still, they perpetrated these violent acts on these young people. And it wasn't necessary. This wasn't a bank robber. This wasn't a drug dealer. This wasn't a murderer. This was a kid on his way home from looking at sunsets and skateboarding. And from a few feet from his home, was yanked out of his car, beaten to death, and not administered to. They finally in the hospital, and then later he passes away three days later from his injuries. And so, you know, it was the fire department that, you know, had to come in and save this kid. 
and and hey, listen, nobody was in no hurry to help him. Just look at it. And, no, and listen, let me be the first to tell you, if you hadn't seen it and you're thinking about seeing it, it's tough. Especially if you have a young male as your offspring. It's not easy. It is very difficult to watch this video. I just don't know. You know, <laughs> you know, the three things that Dr. King, you know, because we're still in the month of January, and the three things that Dr. King spent his lifetime doing was to try to find, to, de to deal with inequality, poverty, and police brutality. Now, that was, what, 55 years ago? And 55 years later, we are still dealing with those same issues. And it's quite apparent. They get it on video. Now, think about all the times where there isn't a video around and you have young black males subjected to this type of, of behavior. Uh, you know, it's it, it is difficult without any question. Let's let's take a break and we'll come right back on that. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on one hundred four point seven KTOY. Premier High School of Texarkana, Arkansas is a tuition-free public charter school that is now enrolling students at their new Arkansas location for the 2022-23 school year. At Premier, students get more, more personalized support, more schedule flexibility, and more time to focus on coursework. You want more? Visit premier-texarkanaar.com today or stop by 3216 North State Line. You can also call Premier, 903-251-3901. There's limited seats available so call today. You need insurance for your car, your home, and even your life. You could spend all day doing it yourself, and you may not get it right. Or you could work with a professional insurance agent, and you decide. Go with a pro right here in town. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Now back to the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as always, we're certainly glad to have uh, Derek McGarry as our feature sponsor here for the uh, Sunday show. We always appreciate all that he does and what he does in the community as well. So we appreciate you, Derek, for all that you do. And, um, you know, we're just talking a little bit about the, the events that took place in Memphis uh, with this young man, Tyree Nichols. Um and you know I may sound a little bit emotional it's emotional um anybody who has a young man um about uh you know um a son a daughter who is you know out in this world and 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 can be subject to this 
you know, th- th- there's a there's a feeling for it. And listen, I'd certainly love to hear from you. Um, if you want to call, please, by all means, 903-794-1047. I certainly want to hear what your opinion is about it. Um, you know, um, we only have maybe 10 more minutes, but I definitely want to, you know, hear what you guys have to say about this. But, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the continuation of brutality against our young people. Um, you know, we, our young people have enough to deal with and um, now we're finding out that um, you know we're continually seeing this um, on our youth and listen uh, as I said they add insult to injury by not even administering aid and you know by not administering you know administering aid to the young man who you know who's to say that maybe it could have saved his life and listen i think we have a caller all right caller good morning caller good morning how are you all yes ma'am how are you this morning i am blessed i am blessed just listening at this i am very bothered Mm-hmm. You know, behind this situation, I have two um, black boys myself, mm-hmm. and I mean, I hate to say this, but this almost seems as if our African American men is being well. The officers are being trained to target our African men mm-hmm. just to see that black whites, Hispanics, whoever. I mean, a lot of them are targeting our African-American men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something really, really needs to be looked into because this is coming from the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And if somebody at the top needs to look at this and you know, these officers need to be really trained to act accordingly and not just interact with our African-American men, mm-hmm. yes, you ma'am. know. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's like when an officer stop one of our African-American men, they already is in defense mode as if, Mm-hmm. We got to go at them and attack. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I and agree. Not only do I see this in the um, law enforcement world, I mean, us as African Americans, I notice this to just be out shopping in stores. Yes, ma'am. It's like we're targeted because of our race. Yes, ma'am. Mm hmm. Yep. And. Like I say, it starts at the top. Whoever the top is in charge of this training, mm-hmm. I mean, they need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. We got to go to the root. Well, because you know this is not helping the society to see this constantly going on in different states with you know with our, our African American. It's making from women to men. It's making us all angry. It is. Yeah. And and it should. Um, now, right. it should make us angry, but it shouldn't make us violent and it shouldn't make exactly. us loot and it shouldn't make us burn down 
people's property. We we don't do that. That is not That's the right, right expression right. to have. Now we could be angry and we can protest, but right. we're going to do it, you know, as peacefully as we can. And I definitely right. want That's to right. to encourage that. But now, you know, let me let me say this about the training aspect. These gentlemen have quite a bit of training. Listen, this is not the first time. You do realize we had the issue in St. Louis with Ferguson. We had the issue in Baltimore. We had the issue uh, here. We've had many issues around this country with this same type of thing. And they have supposedly implemented training procedures. But here's the thing. If in your heart you don't see the African American male as human. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't right. see that individual as a person, so old, someone with a life, someone with mm-hmm. a family, then regardless right. of the amount of training that you provide, it's mm-hmm. not going to matter. And you can that's, see this. That's you, why. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am, please. I was going to say, that's why I feel like. It's something going on at the top, not in just one area, mm-hmm. but nationwide. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and it's almost as they're allowed to be trained just to kill African Americans. <laughs> don't don't give them a chance. Yeah. Take them out, uh, ma'am. I wish I could dispute with what you're saying, but I have the same feelings too. And um, I can't dispute that because I actually uh, I'm of that same belief, too. Now, you know, not everybody may believe that, but I certainly do believe what you're saying is correct. I think they do try to target them out. Um, In this particular instance, it's just another one of those cases where, you know, uh, a young person just had to die needlessly. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we're sick and tired of being sick and tired yes, of seeing our black male killed, black female killed. We're sick and tired of it. And and you know, I appreciate y'all giving me this opportunity to voice my opinion. I'm Kimberly Nash, but I just you know, it's just out of control. It, it just needs to stop. Yes, ma'am. I mean, we're, listen, we're glad that you called. Um, and you know what? I actually think we're probably going to continue this um, at some other point in time. We'll have this discussion again. But we, let me be the first to say we appreciate your call and your opinion. Um, it's very important. Um, so thank you for calling us today. You are more than welcome. May God add blessings to all of us. And we justice should be served. Yes, ma'am. I agree. And y'all have a blessed day. All right. You do the same. Um, listen, um, we're going to continue on. Um, and I think we're going to probably touch this subject again uh, real soon. But meanwhile, we're going to have to go ahead and part. So let me uh, take care of this business here. KTOY Radio 1047 produces the Sunday show. And we bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10. Now, on behalf of Lamoya Burks and myself and all the great and wonderful people here at Texarkana Radio Center, thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY 1047, the station that cares about the quality of your life and the soul of the city. And in case you want to hear this show again, it'll be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM.
podcast and all podcasts of previous shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. Listen, if you want to appear on the Sunday show, please contact Lamaria Burks at 903-244-3997 or myself, Mark White, at 903-276-1889. Please keep in mind we prefer to schedule guests a month in advance. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you join us next week for this Sunday show. Please have a great week. The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White will be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997 or Mark White, 903-276-1899. More of your favorite.